Welcome. This podcast is an exploration into being human and what's possible when there's less attention on the noise in our heads. Warning. While listening to this broadcast, you may experience moments of deep peace, sighs of relief, personal insights, or long stretches of dead air. Do not be afraid. This is normal. Under the Noise with Wynne Morgan and Kate Roberts. Welcome to Under the Noise. I'm Kate Roberts, and I'm here with my co-host and dear friend, Wynne Morgan. Hi, Wynne. Hello, dear friend, Kate Roberts. How are you? (laughs) I'm well. Good. Really well. How are you? Yeah, I'm a bit under the weather. Yeah. As you know. That's why if you're watching on YouTube and you can see my my face is a little bit still Halloween-like and my voice certainly sounds a little bit more croaky than normal, I've got a very good reason I'm a little bit under the weather. So I'm a little surprised when I pitched my thought about today that you were like, yes, okay. Because <laughs> usually, because I love to think about these things and I love to write about them, read about them. And sometimes they're pretty far out there. So I never really know if you're going to want to roll with uh, some of the things that I love to just explore on my own. Would you like when, to? When have I ever said no? Well. Do you remember any time I've said no? To I know. Let, me, idea? <laughs> let me think about it. Yes, there have been some times. Like if it's if it's something that like one of us is kind of like not really far enough out of that situation for it to play out in like an objective exploration, Um, which is always a good call on your part, I think, because it's fun to step back things from things and and explore them from just a really beautiful kind of curiosity about life and not knowing. Yeah. So sometimes I think when we're too in it, we think we know. And then we're not in that space. I appreciate you for that one. Um, okay, so my idea for today, I was having a conversation with actually a couple people um, this week where this kind of showed up. I love that about my life, by the way, and the people that I talk to. So I'm glad we get to do this. It's about the meaning and stories that we put around why we're here as human beings. Mm. I hear a lot about I swear everyone in the spiritual community probably has their own version of that. Even in just kind of self-improvement and self-help, like what we're here to to do. Yeah. To accomplish or what we're here to be or to see. Not sure if any of that is true. Any of the things that have ever shown up for me, what's showing up for me now. I have absolutely no idea. I just thought it's a fun topic. What do you think? It's one of my favorites and has been forever. (laughs) What? Really? Well, effectively, it's the conversation about the meaning of life. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm always up for that. That's a great conversation to have in my mind. Mm. And I have a lot of those conversations in my mind with myself in my mind. <laughs> so it's nice to have those vocally out there too. Does it feel light for you? Very. Yeah. Which is new. Relatively new. Yeah. Yeah, say more it wasn't about always that. Light. Well, I had such a big thing about getting life right. It was a huge thing that I needed to, to get life right. And I had conscious and unconscious expectations of me and my life. And I had no idea that that was one of the bedrocks that would be dragging me down constantly. And I even remember when it's when I had an insight and it was a freaky one and it moved it. And um, it was in October of 2014. And the whole view to me on life has become so much more freeing, lighter and more. And life's become so much more enjoyable since I had that insight. Now, I don't know if I'm right with what that insight was telling me about the meaning of life. But I'd much rather this than the old way. And to the point that you just said, the whole notion of I need to find my purpose. And to me, anything that makes me feel heavier and more noise in my mental system and emotional noise, I, I know it's not helpful. Mm. I know it's not helpful. There's nothing good there. So when you ask the question, is it light? I think that's a very profound question for anyone listening right now, for you listening right now, at home or in the car or wherever you are listening to this, is if this question brings more light and lightness to you, then follow it. And if it doesn't, look elsewhere. Well, that'll be my opinion anyway. Mm. What about you? You know, like so many subjects, I feel like that one for me has evolved. It's still evolving. It has moments of lightness and moments of heaviness. Mm. I was having a conversation with a dear friend and we were talking about those moments when, and you and I have had those conversations even on the show about when you know you need to go and do something or change something or you feel kind of pulled without reason and you maybe can't explain it to anyone and you don't really know why, but it's happening. And, and I felt emotional all of a sudden. I don't really know why, but I could, and then I heard myself say, you know, life gave me all this freedom to do this. And I hope I didn't disappoint life with my choices. And I felt really emotional about it. And of course, my friend called me on my bullshit in that, for sure. 
Like I'm literally saying life gave me all this freedom and I followed it. And now I hope I don't disappoint it with my choices as if that is even possible. Yeah. (sighs) The irony of that one sentence. So ridiculous. Yeah. And it felt so heavy. And so all of a sudden I heard myself say it and I was like, what? (laughs) What am I talking about? And now it's light again. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think that any conversation around this topic as if life or God or the universe or whatever name you want to call to this intelligence is up there judging us that we could get this wrong. I don't think that is true. That's just me, but I don't think that could be further actually from the truth of how things are. Mm -hmm. But I do love the, once again, the freedom to be here in these lives and have a million different answers to this one question, or obviously more than a million. You know, everybody's got their own interpretation of our, our purpose here. And for those listening, I'm, I've got air quotes around that. Because I don't know if that's true, if there's a purpose or a meaning. But I love that we all get to put our own spin on what that looks like in this life. Even, you know, the ones who are absolutely sure that we're born and we die and that's the end of it and there's no purpose. The fact that they have the freedom to believe that and and live their life out according to that belief. But I was also talking to or emailing actually with one of our listeners and the listener had read a book and was talking about how the author had worked with a patient who was able to experience past lives. Mm -hmm. And, and the discussion was about how before we, uh, decide to come we come with a purpose and one of the things mentioned in the book according to the listener was about um, that her daughter agreed to come down and wanted to experience dying early before you know like as a young child wanted to experience only living that part of life and then passing on. And that was the agreement between the two of them that, that she would be the mother to a child who died early. And uh, that was the daughter's purpose in her mind. I mean, that's, you know, that's how uh, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Or that we come down here to experience things with other souls, yeah. And or we come to create healing in the world. Like we come down here for a purpose to 
heal what's broken in the world. I've heard that one too. That we're here to remember who we are before we get, you know, before we're born into these bodies. There's so many. Wayne, what do you think the meaning of life is? Well, first of all, I want to go back to something that you said about all the different ways that we could have, we could make up a meaning of it. Because to me, that's what we do as humans is we make up meanings for things. And including that one, of course, that one, because that's the, I was going to say the eternal question, but <laughs> crazy way of actually describing it because it's the mortal question of the eternal. Right, of course. <laughs> mortal question of the meaning of life we make we make meanings up out of everything including that one now i don't know if i've said this to you before or it's been said on um one of the previous episodes as you know i mean i can't remember last week's it alone any of the previous 90 <laughs> but the um what i was referring to back in october of 2014 was in bloomington which is a a suburb of Minneapolis, St. Paul, just south of it. And there was a Three Principles Global Conference going on. And I was having such a great time. Um, I was hanging out with three other friends and effectively we just laughed the entire time. And um, me and another friend and she had, uh, she was staying in the same hotel as me as well. And we had in in our rooms we had access to the executive lounge where we could take guests so we each took one of our friends up so the four of us would just be joking the entire time in the executive lounge for breakfast straight after the end of the day and then in the evening and it was such an amazing time and i made loads of friends there as well in that time but after lunch one day before going into some um, smaller breakout groups You're on the mezzanine floor and looking out over um, the lower level where the reception and lobby area was and there was a barrier made of glass panes with brass in between and I can't remember if I've ever said this one to you before does this I think so okay a conversation with a pane of glass does this ring a bell I don't think so okay yeah <laughs> don't worry I hope I not. not I was not taking anything I was totally sober. I had not been on anything, right? Because this is going to get a little bit weird in a moment. And I'm there looking at these glass panes that are the barriers to stop people falling over from the mezzanine level into the lobby area. And I'm there just pondering with a really quiet mind. The difference between me and this piece of glass. And I went, there's nothing different. At a sub subatomic level, there's nothing, nothing different in me, in the matter of me, my physical entity, than that piece of glass at a subatomic level. I just happen to have, as far as I'm aware, the glass isn't conscious and it's not alive in its current form. And I am. And then I thought, if that glass could have feelings for five minutes, even if the feeling it had for five minutes was sadness, 
Would it say, yes, that sounds like a great thing. You can feel there is such a thing as an emotion. I'd love that. But it's sadness. I don't care. It sounds like a miracle to me. And then I went, what's my problem? Everything is a gift in this life. All my experiences are a miracle. And this piece of glass, which is if comes from the same origin as me, in the matter of me anyway. And what on earth am I so worried about with having these emotions and feelings? And I just then thought, wait, maybe the meaning of life is to have the experience of being alive. End of, period, full stop, right there. The meaning of life is to experience being alive. And the experience of being alive includes all of these things that get me tied up in emotional knots, get me worried, get me loving the taste of this tea, mm. that get me to notice the miracle of you and I having a conversation from 3,000 miles away. And all of those things and all of those things available to the fact that I am alive. And literally that changed my view of being alive from something I, I thought I, I didn't want to something that I now see as how lucky am I. Now, I have no idea if that's true, that the meaning of life is to have the experience of being alive. I have no idea. And yet I really love it. And I've shared that with a few people and they've said, yeah, I've, I've come to that kind of conclusion too. And others are going, well, I think I'm here to get as close to enlightenment as possible. And I think that happens the moment I die. What about between now and then? Well, I'm just going to live. Sounds like a really good plan to me too. What I do know though, is the more I've searched for purpose and meaning, it never got me anywhere. If I have a purpose, it finds me. My intellect cannot know, in my mind anyway, my, my intellect and my opinion, my intellect cannot know the answer to that. And using my intellect to answer that question to me just doesn't make much sense. It comes from beyond my intellect. I might have an insight about it, but it's not from searching. It's not from the burden of how it can feel when I hear people talk about they need to find their purpose. That feels like a burden to me, and I don't think it's meant to be. So when you and I were talking about the lightness of it earlier on, I think um, it's a good uh, North Star to align to. The lightness. And even if going back to what your friend was saying or your, the person that you were emailing back and forth, the listener. Even if this is just a one and done and there's nothing after this. Same purpose and meaning sounds great to me. I love that. I was having a conversation with one of our previous guests, Matt Roberts. 
And I can't remember specifically what I asked him. And I don't think he would mind if I shared this. But I, I think the question I asked him was, well, does that bother you? And he said, well, I guess it depends on if I want to feel alive. And I was like, You know, because we create all these meanings and stories about our experience and what's okay, what's allowed, what's not allowed. But if we're alive, it's all part of it. Yeah. So whether or not something bothers us is just the way you phrase that. It's, well, it's whether or not I want to feel alive at that moment, because that's part of it. I love that. Mm. I'm sure he won't mind you sharing that. <laughs> I don't think he will. No, he won't. But I love, because I feel so open and so allowing, even if it's, the answer is no. Yeah, I don't want to feel alive right now. Like there's so much choice in that in itself. There's so much awareness of what we're not allowing in at the moment. Yeah. Huge. I shared that story of the um, the pane of glass about this time last week when I was working in Prague to a group of um, people training to be coaches because I had one day with them at the start of their journey. So I wanted to share a bit about me and what my before and after of life when I saw the nature of consciousness and mind and thought. And it was amazing that they went really quiet and still and just settled down. Mm. There, I don't know if it's true, but in that moment, the seeking stopped. And that's what happened to me eight years ago. My seeking stopped. It doesn't mean I'm not, I don't want to do things. I'm, I'm actually doing more now than I've ever done. So it's not like motivation or ambition have disappeared. Not at all. I'm inspired more because I'm free. Going back to the word that you said, as opposed to feeling the burden of needing to get this life right. Live my best life, be the best version of Win Morgan. That's just a load of noise that doesn't do me any favors. So interesting when you what you said about seeking. And really the whole topic of why we're here. Because even the question in itself, it lends to a certain amount of seeking that takes us away from an experience of the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Seeking takes the aliveness out of a moment. That's what I've noticed for me anyway. And there's something to seeking and the questions like why and how that seem and, and I do it all the time. So I'm not talking as if I know, but it seems like the questioning and the seeking covers up, obscures the completeness. 
of everything that we are and every moment that we experience and everything that we do and say. There's something about that word complete is just really with me lately. I love the feeling of it being complete, whole, nothing missing, nothing out of order, no lack, mm. like complete and enough, complete and always enough. Thanks, man. Thank you, Kate. You've been listening to Kate Roberts and Wynne Morgan on this week's episode of Under the Noise. If there's anything that you'd like us to explore in the future, then let us know. We're always open to suggestions. And if you'd like to come on as a guest, then let us know too, if there's something that you'd like to explore with us. And in the meantime, we wish you a really lovely week and thanks for listening. Speak to you soon. Thanks for joining us. We'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review. If you have a topic or question that you'd like us to chat about, email Wynn or Kate at win at winning.co.uk and kate at kateroberts.coaching.com. Until then, enjoy what's possible under the noise.